Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Dead and Road Show, episode 84. This is a solo show coming in. For some reason, I uh, had some issues starting this one, and I don't know why, uh, because this is this is going to be your usual solo effort. Uh, I feel like these ones are a bit more relaxed compared to the to the regular show, where it's just kind of me riffing here, and uh, it's almost more like a diary entry, I feel, than the regular show where we take a closer examination on some topics and um, deeper dives and have a discussion on uh, maybe some media criticism or just some very strange thing that we found that we want to talk about. But here it's just sort of me kind of just, you know, just laying it all out. Um, But yeah, so for whatever reason, I had a very, I hit record and I just like couldn't, you know, start the, start the motorcycle. I I don't know what it is. Um, But yeah, but we're here. And uh, it's going to be a chill, very relaxing time uh, until until I get to Persona 3, which which we'll be getting to because um, I was going to get to it anyway. But then the Atlas leaks happened. And so um, there's a lot to talk about there. Um, but beforehand, uh, let's do a little Mountains of Madness. Mountains of Madness. Excellent. Now, this is the part of the show where I don't know. I talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about <laughs> as if that wasn't the entirety of the show. This segment in particular, um, this is this is mostly more like the the diary entry portion of the show. Or um, if I want to talk about a specific, I don't know, person or whatever. Yeah, this, I'll, I, I spill my guts here uh, because the madness is me. That's that's how that that works. Um, this time of year is always always strange for me. Um, like I, I I don't think I have well like. Well, people talk about like, um, what is it? Seasonal affective disorder or whatever. They're usually talking about how they get like sad in the winter time, you know, whenever there's like no light or whatever. But I, I seem to have like the, the, the reverse of that where like my depression gets worse in like the spring and summertime. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure why I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe because like, I don't do very well in the heat. So then I'm like even more indoors than I already am. Um, maybe that's just the, like the, the simplest explanation, but I always feel like just like, a, just a, a wave of like this depressed nostalgia. Um, and so what ends up happening is that like, I retreat into my little, uh, you know, my comfort media and, uh, wouldn't you know it, it happened to be the perfect time for the Persona 3 portable port to come out to PC. And so I finished that up and I decided to follow that up with rewatching uh, an anime series that I've seen probably the whole way through like four times now. And that's Welcome to the NHK, which I'm, I've probably mentioned on the show before. Um, but it's one of the first series I ever watched that sort of got me into the medium. And it's about a guy who is so depressed that he can't leave his house. <laughs> And it's and like he he's like so paranoid that he believes the world like is a conspiracy against him, keeping him inside of his house. And like, you know, and so, you know, I just rewatched that whole thing in like a weekend and just like it's probably because when I first watched it, it was this same time of year. And I first played Persona 3 like in in the same like late spring summertime um, and those games have a calendar system and like some 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 events happen during that same time period um especially the ending of persona 3 and so i finished persona 3 just last week and what's funny is 
<laughs> is that I thought I like screwed up for some reason because I finished the game and I got to the ending and then it immediately cut from the ending of the game, which is very, very stark. Like it is it is one of those um, sort of things where I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it um, because you should just play Persona 3, but it's where the game just ends and then it hard cuts to the credits and this music drop and probably the best song in any persona game just drops with the credits called memories of you and it just sort of like ending boom cut to the credits and it just sort of like hits you like a train and, and when i just finished that didn't happen the ending happened and it's like oh would you like to save and i was like Oh, yeah, I guess so. But the credits drop didn't happen with the song. I was like, what the fuck happened? And so I still don't know what happened. Um, but the save worked. And then so you save, but then it kicks you back to the title screen, which is not what's supposed to happen. And I'm not sure if it's because I was playing on the female protagonist path, but the ending's the same. So I don't I don't know why that would be the case, because the impact is a lot less for the game to just sort of and the ending is ambiguous, especially in the portable version, because you don't get a cutscene. So the game just ends. But for it to jump to the credits actually changes your interpretation of the ending. And for it to not be there with the song is just sort of like, OK, what the fuck was that? <laughs> if you don't know already the ending of the game. So I don't know what happened there. If they changed something for this release or what? I just found it funny to be honest, especially me already knowing the ending, what happens and how that credits drop is supposed to happen. <laughs> but yeah, it was missing. And I was like, what? OK, sure. Um, and also, I don't know if it got screwed up because I modded the game a little bit um, with some just quality of life stuff. And so I don't know if that screwed it up, but I don't think it did because I didn't really mess around with any like sequency breaking things. So I don't know. I just found it very funny. Um, but yeah, I, just this time of year is, is a strange one for me. And it's, it's doubly strange because I mentioned, I mentioned on the last show how I'm, I'm writing these two books and, um, for one of them for, for the, for the, um, like the, the adult fiction, I say adult fiction, but it's, it's just like a non-children's fiction book, you know? Um, I have to go to a very dark place in order to write it, um, and in order to like get anything, it, it's it's to the point where it's like almost like squeezing blood from a stone just because of or at least it feels that way. The the way that I need to sort of ring out what I need to ring out like in my head, it's sort of like literally that that process of just like what I need to hit the page. I need to like sort of squeeze out of myself. And that maybe is weirdly graphic but like but I need to squeeze it out of my brain you know like so I'm just sort of like I, I need to go to a, a place that is not like conducive to um like day-to-day -day living I guess like I I can work best on it whenever I'm working at night but <laughs> the way I live normally is that I don't like being up very late at night because uh my body gets very tired very easily <laughs> and so I like to go to bed pretty damn early but this is a sort of thing where like I can't it doesn't it doesn't happen the writing doesn't happen if I try to work on it at say 2 p.m you know um so I have to I have to like switch into this like um mode where I'm just like sort of an awful awful person in order to write it 
And sometimes it's kind of hard to snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity with it. Um, and that's sort of why I'm also writing the children's book, because it's just so wholly different in every possible sense. <laughs> like they, you know, and so it's like, oh, yes, this is this is, you know, a, a person, a person would write this. A person would enjoy this. Meanwhile, the other one, and I know this is this is as, as vague as it could possibly be because I don't really like talking about these things until there's some kind of, um, I don't want to say product, but like until there's some kind of, I don't know, until there's a book, right? So the children's thing is just like, yeah, you know, this is this is fit for, you know, human consumption. Somebody could enjoy this. But the other one is like, it's it's more for me, but like the worst aspects of myself. And the children's thing is like, yeah, no, this is this is cute and cuddly and somebody somebody somewhere might like this. The other thing is like it, it's probably too high concept. It's got too many directions going. Um, it's probably too complicated and I should probably quit while I'm ahead. But, you know, the main thing is to just get it onto the page and then we'll go from there. But that's the tricky thing. <laughs> As always, ask any ask anybody that's tried to write something. That's the that's, that's the fucking that's the that's the issue is getting it onto the page. Um, especially whenever you're you're you know you have to turn yourself into a vampire in order to get one word to follow another. That's when it's um I don't want to say unhealthy, but it's just like I have to put myself into a headspace of just like um viscera maybe. Sometimes like I, I like I will I will write a paragraph and then I'm just like, where's my cat? I want to go pick up my cat right now. You know, like I I need to kind of walk away from whatever the fuck I just put, whatever the fuck I just typed. Like, what the hell is this? You know, uh, and I want to go I want to go pick up my cat right now. Um, and maybe that's not a good you know, that, that, that doesn't sound like it's a good thing. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then maybe that's why the children's things got cats in it, you know, like <laughs> I'm get, like it's like giving myself self therapy for the other thing, giving myself psychic damage and then giving myself the cure. Yeah, yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not great, but I don't know. I've had I've had the idea just like floating around for years at this point. And so it's just a matter of um, connecting the dots like um structurally and like sort of putting the pieces of of character and then just like sort of weaving and i know this is very general and like pretentious metaphor but i i really don't want to get specific i don't even think i could to be honest but just like i've got these characters i've got this loose narrative through line i've got theme oh i got theme out the ass boy i got theme but i sort of just need to like weave these threads into this tapestry that sort of connects these characters into these sort of narrative nodes. Why are they here? Why are they doing this? Why does this setting matter? It's sort of like I'm like I have the edited portion. Like I'm I'm sort of like working in reverse since I've done so much editing work in between the last time I was like seriously writing. So I've sort of like cut out a I I never used to work this way where I would like have an outline and then write from the outline. I would previously just write and then edit it afterwards. But since I've done so much editing now and moved away from like being able to write every day, which is what I used to be able to do until my brain got broken by college. Um, I now worked at like, okay, what will be important for this story? 
I need this, 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 and this. I know what's important to this character. So it needs this, 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 and this. I know that this has to work this way. Now let's go flesh this out. So I'm sort of working in the complete opposite way that I used to. And I don't know if it's going to work. It might not. But I've sort of needed to find a different way to operate because I haven't been able to write the way that I used to be able to for an incredibly long time. And if we want to talk about psychic damage, that is what what has caused the most psychic damage since I got out of school and since I was in school is just the fact that I can't just like sit down and write normally anymore. And I have not been able to solve it properly, despite lots of attempts, lots of attempts to set that straight. But it, it, it has not um, not happened. So I'm trying I'm trying this method and it might sound very basic. It's like, oh, of course, you write from some kind of outline or write from like the ideas you have. But before it would just sort of like I would just sort of turn on the faucet and it would just sort of just spill out there. But I can't do that anymore. And I don't know if it's just like the the lost imagination of youth or some bullshit like that or what. But yeah, that 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 well dried up a very long time ago. So I need some other kind of way to move forward. Um, and so that's sort of what I'm grappling with with these these two projects. One's much easier than the other. One is much easier than the other one. But yeah, this time of year is weird. I sort I sort of retreat into into myself even more than I usually do. Uh, let's see. Should we just get to the main attraction? I feel like we should. I feel like I'm installing long enough. Let's do it. Great. Now I had some other stuff here, but then Atlas went ahead. <laughs> And Atlas went ahead and they uh, <laughs> they released their uh, big announcement much, much too early. So let's start at the beginning, okay? Because I'm not going to talk about... I had some Final Fantasy XIV shit. I had some other Final Fantasy shit. Let's not even... It's whatever. Let's talk about Persona 3, okay? A game that I... I, I wouldn't say that I know inside and out. Um, I don't know it as well as I know five. I don't know it as well as I know four, but I know it pretty damn well. Um, I just finished it, actually. I just finished it for the second time. Um, so I know it pretty well. It's quite fresh in my mind. Um, they, they released Persona 3 Portable on all the current platforms in January. So it's probably fresh in a lot of people's minds. A lot of people probably are playing it and have played it for the very first time. Um, I've talked about it previously. There have been lots of rumors about a Persona 3 remake. Uh, there was a there was a leak of some kind of development footage of a Persona 3 remake. Um, some sort of uh, oh, what do you call it? Uh, not as uh, um, not a teaser trailer, but a, um, a sizzle reel, like an, an in-house Sega sizzle reel for Persona 3 and some some other games. Um, and at the time, that looked like it was uh, assets. In the Persona 5 engine, it was Yukari and her Persona in the Persona 5 engine. Um, but at, in the lead up to the what the Keeley Fest, the Summer Games Fest, uh, the rumors started to get more intense. It was like there were some leaks and some rumors swirling around that the name was Persona 3 Reloaded and that uh, it would be announced at the Xbox event. And I thought, oh, that's kind of weird. They did announce the ports at uh, the Xbox thing uh, last year. And so it's not, it wasn't out of the realm of possibility. But I assumed, like an idiot, that if it was going to be at anything this weekend, it would have been at the, the Jeff Keighley show. Because for the Jeff Keighley show, it had the list of the publishers that were participating and Sega was one of them. So I was like, 
Well, it it'll probably be there, right? It would probably be there rather than uh, at the Xbox thing. Because the Xbox, I figured they would be focusing a lot on their own studios and uh, they got the whole Bethesda Starfield thing. So I figured it was going to be at the Keeley show. So since there was all these heavy rumors, I usually don't watch this shit. I really don't. I wait until after the announcements and see if there's anything I was interested in. Because I don't, you know, it's usually a waste of time. And I hate being advertised at, not to, at. Um, But I sat there and I watched the Keeley Fest just to see if I can get a crumb, just a crumb of anything. Um, And I did not. It was it was a colossal waste of time. It was a terrible, <laughs> it was a terrible production, <laughs> terrible production, um, an uncomfortable production. Uh, I don't know why they decided that development, like developer interviews for like 15 minutes I guess they had it to fill time. I don't know. Would be a good idea. That was a, that was a choice. Um, Nick Cage was there for some reason. He was the highlight, honestly, the way he was trying to sell the audience on Dead by Daylight. Um, but yeah, no, no persona. So I wasted I wasted two hours of my time. Um, then afterwards, uh, the rumors started to swirl up. There's there's some leaks. It's like, yeah, the name is definitely Persona 3 Reloaded. And then there's another leak. Uh, the Persona 3 remake is not definitive was the next rumor. And but there was no no details on what that means. So everybody was running with it like, oh, that means that there's no female protagonist. That means that the answer is not in it. So that that the, the FES expansion. So it's just the base game. And so that everybody is automatically already mad at Atlas because they're convinced now that the female protagonist is going to be DLC and that the answer is going to be DLC. For a game that has not been announced yet, everybody is already upset based off of some random person with a Twitter account saying that in Japanese, by the way, saying in Japanese that the remaster is not definitive. Whatever the fuck that is supposed to mean, everybody losing their shit. Um, then the Instagram posts happen. Atlas West posts Instagram on their Instagram. I think it was their story. I, I, I don't really know how Instagram works. They posted the full reveal trailers for the Persona 5 Tactics game and the Persona 3 remake that were supposed to be at the Xbox show because they have all the Xbox logos and all of that shit. And I thought, well, they've done it again. <laughs> they've done it again. The same thing happened the last time they were supposed to be on Xbox. They released everything a day early. And I said, oh, they've done it again. They did it a day early. And I chalked it up to them being on uh, working mostly on Japan time because they would be about 18 hours or so early or like ahead. And um, I was like, yeah, so they just set the times wrong and whatever, you know, social media management app they were using. So they just they screwed up. They just set the wrong they set the wrong times because this the, the the Xbox show was should be at one o'clock. And this this is they, they released this at 6 p.m. That's about 18 hours. They just they screwed up the the Japanese and the. The America time again. Um, but then I looked at the calendar and realized that the Xbox event is not until the 11th. And they posted this three days early. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they posted it three days early. Um, and so I can't, you know, I can't really chalk it up to the um, the time conversion on that one. Um, but I have to say, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it because it means that I don't have to watch the Xbox thing. That saves me another two hours. So I really do appreciate it. Um, so, yeah. So uh, the Persona 3 remake is real. Um, it is called Persona 3 Reloaded. And so what we were wrong about, or I guess mistaken about, 
or confused about or just didn't know about, whatever one you want to pick, um, it's not in the Persona 5 engine. It is in the Soul Hackers engine. It is in the Soul Hackers 2 engine. They're using Unreal. They're not using the Persona 5 engine, which is an interesting choice. It's very interesting. Um, it's just interesting for a couple of reasons. And the chief among them is uh, that means that the Persona 5 engine, as far as we know, because we, we know literally nothing about Persona 6, is that the Persona 5 engine was used for two games. It was used for Persona 5. And it was used for, for Persona 5 Royal. One, I guess, parts of it were used for Catherine. And that's it. So for Soul Hackers 2 and now Persona 3 Reloaded, they've moved to Unreal 5. Um, so yeah, so the trailer is, you can see it on YouTube. You can see it wherever. It's on TikTok with all kinds of people's stickers and shit. Um, the only thing I'm waiting for now is for Atlas to just post like the full high quality version on YouTube. Um, I've poured over the trailer to like an obsessive degree. Um, like I've, I've gone through it. Like I, it's literally running in my head right now. I've, I've, I've watched it too many times. I'll be honest. I've watched it too many times. Um, I have some concerns. I have some concerns with it. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for it, but I have some major concerns. Um, chief among them being that it looks, it looks too early. Like what they showed in this trailer, and this is supposed to be a finished trailer, right? This is what they accidentally posted on Instagram. This is not, this is not the in development, you know, uh, in-house sort of leak, right? This has the Xbox branding. This has um, a release window. It's supposed to be coming out early 2024. That's like what, eight months, I guess? If we, no, I guess, say say January at the earliest. January at the earliest, seven months, seven months away. So yes, let's say eight months, you know, if it comes out maybe February. Knowing them that they might consider March to be early as well, you know, eight, nine months. This also gives them plenty of room for delay. I'm kind of hoping it gets delayed. I'm kind of hoping it gets delayed, um, which I never thought I'd say that about a fucking Persona game. But what the trailer shows looks really early, which is weird. It's weird. So for starters, it looks way too bright. It looks way too bright for Persona 3. This game looks brighter than Persona 4, and that game's color scheme is yellow. It looks brighter than Persona 3, or brighter than Persona 4. The lighting is very heavy-handed, and I don't know if this is just, you know, for the trailer so you can see the characters and see what's going on, but the lighting is strange. It's really strange. Um, I'm also not a fan of the character portraits. They kind of all look the same to me. The character portraits kind of all just look the same to me, but like if, if they were Lego people and you had their hair swapped around. It's 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 a little soulless. Like you see Igis in the trailer. That's like the first thing you see is her turning. It's the beach scene. She's in the blue dress. Everything's overexposed. It's way too bright. But she turns around and I'm like, who the hell is that? Who is that girl? That's not Igis. Doesn't look like Igis. She's she's dressed like Igis. I don't know who that girl is, though. That's some random blonde girl. That doesn't look like I guess it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little concerned. This is going to sound nitpicky. Where are the main character's headphones? <laughs> Where are his headphones? That's like his trademark thing. He's this withdrawn emo kid who's blocking out the world with his headphones that he always has them on his his person. And I didn't see them once in the trailer, not in his sprites, not on his model, nothing. Why does Miss Toriyumi, the teacher, look the most like Miss Toriyumi 
out of all the characters like looking like themselves? Why does Miss Toriyumi and the cop look the most like themselves in the entire trailer? So the other thing, we all knew that they would Persona 5-ificate the game, right? Um, we didn't know to what extent, but we knew they would. Just, you know, just based on the popularity of Persona 5, just based on the current development team, just based on modernizing an old game. They were going to make it more like Persona 5. Um, the way it seems they've done that is through the stylized menus, the stylized menu transitions. Um, and that, a lot of that's fine, right? What I have an issue with is some of the color scheme choices. So the color scheme of Persona 3 is blue. Um, they seem to have, like, it seems a little all over the place, though. Like, there's the shop window where you buy gear from the cop and... That just looks like it's just straight ripped out of Persona 5. Um, like it's black and red, for instance. Like it doesn't look like it fits the game or the world at all. Um, the run animation, like whenever you're running through the school corridor, is just the Persona 5 running animation. Like the way you hold on to your bag and run through the classroom is just the Persona 5 running animation. Um, my my these are these are all whatever, you know, fine. It 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 makes development easier to use similar animations, similar models, whatever. My real actual, like, these are, these are like still all nitpicky, you know, right? My actual real major concern is that, uh, is the dungeons. The dungeons look way too spacious and empty. And I think this is either an engine problem or just like whatever assets they're using for this engine. Because this was a Soul Hackers 2 issue where the dungeons were so large, but they were empty. And what they did to remedy this, so 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 the, the problem with Soul Hackers 2 was that the dungeons were so empty, you could just move around enemies and you didn't have to engage with them in order to get to objectives or whatever. You could just sort of avoid combat until you like got into a forced battle or whatever, j j like just because you could just maneuver around them. So their solution to this was to put enemies fucking everywhere. They overloaded areas with enemies, so you kind of couldn't move without knocking into something. And so it made combat a slog because you couldn't go two steps without knocking into an enemy. And then they then had to patch this out because it was insane. You couldn't make any progress without literally juking away from enemies in all these corridors that were way too big for the amount of encounters that they were putting in. Um, and so then the game returned to just getting around the enemies because you didn't need to kill them. And so these, the size of these corridors, you can even see it in the, the dungeon gameplay section of the trailer. You look down at the mini map based off of the, the uh, character dot and the enemy dot. There is so much goddamn space in the original game. Corridors are tight and compact because you can't run away. You can't. Shadows will pursue you and hit you and knock you down and then kill you. It's dangerous. If you can just skirt around them and get out of combat, that completely changes the dynamic of the game. The other issue, and I saw some other people point this out online, uh, as far as we can tell, based on the menus, based on the UI, there is no fatigue system. And again, this could just be for the trailer or they could be tweaking this, whatever. In Persona 3, there is a fatigue system. So the limiting factor in dungeon progression in Persona games is quite important because of the calendar system. 
So in Persona 5, you get roadblocked by uh, the amount of SP you have and also, well, and, and therefore the amount of SP healing items you have, and then also literal roadblocks that make you, that force you to go out of the dungeon and then do something in the real world and then go back into the dungeon. In Persona 4, the limiting factor is SP items and SP healing that force you to go out of the dungeon and take a break in order to heal your SP in order to go back in. In Persona 3, you can always go to the beginning of the dungeon and heal your SP as long as you have enough cash. And you always will because you get cash from fighting. So the limiting factor in Persona 3 is the fatigue system. The more time you spend in the dungeon, the more your characters will get tired. When they're tired, they do way less damage and they're more susceptible to critical hits. You take a critical hit, you get knocked down, you get knocked down, the enemies have more turns. You can die very easily. So it's, you basically can't, whenever your characters are tired, you basically can't do the dungeon. Sometimes when they're tired, they'll even leave your party and say, I can't go on anymore. I got to head back out. They'll just abandon you. So the limiting factor in Persona 3 is the fatigue system. If there is no fatigue system, there's nothing stopping you from going to the end goal of the dungeon immediately. So unless they're changing the way that SP and SP healing works in Persona 3, where like you can't heal at the entrance to the dungeon, like this completely changes the dungeon economy of the game, which is a major, major change, especially because this game now has direct party control like Persona 3 Portable does and like modern Persona games do where you're not dependent on your party AI and only control the main character. So this would be a major change for the game to not include the fatigue system. But again, it could just not be shown. It could be something they're tweaking. You know, we just we just don't know. Um, there's a lot we don't know still. And I, I, I honestly just think the Xbox thing, like I don't think we're going to get any more details at the Xbox thing. Um, other than like, here's this trailer, right? I don't I don't think Phil Spencer is going to get into the nitty gritty on the Persona 3 remake. I think afterwards, we're going to get some developer interviews and get some more details slowly start to come out. But uh, yeah, right now, there's a lot of questions. And uh, again, among them is, is this just the base game? Is this just the journey, which is Persona 3, the base game that does not include FES, that does not include the answer, does not include female protagonist and all of the portable content. And again, I brought this up earlier. If they did this, <laughs> if they did this and didn't include the female protagonist. If they didn't include the portable content and those social links, they could say, look, we're remaking this game. We're not including this, but we still released portable. We still released this. So we kept the legacy, you know, blah, 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 blah. I said this was a potential avenue they could take to have their cake and eat it too. To say, hey, we're not abandoning these games on dead platforms. You know, we're preserving them in some way, however they wanted to spin it. But if that's the case, that this will not be like the definitive way to play Persona 3, if there will be missing content, that's a bummer. Uh, it really is, especially if there's just missing social links that are present in Portable that will not be there in this game, specifically like the Aeon social link, which gives a lot of detail on party, a certain party member. Um, Yeah. Like it's, it's a bummer. And it's one of the, like, not only like the unfinished state of what I feel is the unfinished state of what the game looks like right now, just based on, again, based on the trailer, I think it's another reason why they shouldn't rush this game out. And I'm not saying they are rushing it out, but like, I would rather it be, I would rather it take another year and come out with all of the answer, all of portable 
female protagonist and have it be the complete Persona 3 in its entirety. It is the only game, well, that's not true. It is the only modern Persona game that is split up like this. When you buy Persona 5 Royal, you get all of Persona 5. When you buy Persona 4 Golden, you get all of Persona 4. When you buy Persona 3 Portable, you do not get all of Persona 3. If you if you get a copy of Persona 3 FES on the PlayStation 2, you do not get all of Persona 3. You don't. The game is split up. In order to play the entirety of that game, you need to play it a minimum of three times just to see all of it on, on, on two different platforms. Actually, four times if you count the answer, which is kind of its own separate game. So, yeah, I th those, those are really my feelings. Like, I would rather them take their time and include everything. And I know, I know it would be more work for the female protagonist. But, like, look, you're using her in marketing. You're using her in the anniversary. You're using her in merch. And to say that this is the reloaded version of Persona 3 and to not have her in that, to not have the answer, to not have the epilogue to this game that closes the story, to not have that in this version. And again, we don't know. It could be there. We don't know. Like, I think it's more likely that we have the answer than the female protagonist, which is wild still. But I think it's more likely that the answer is there, especially with the way that they show Agus at the beginning of the trailer. I think it's more likely that the answer is there. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they treat the answer sort of like the extra semester in Persona 5, where it just sort of keeps going instead of it being another menu selection, like in the original Persona 3, where the story just keeps going as the epilogue until you finish. I would not be surprised if that happens, if they include it. If they don't, you know, okay, whatever. Um, so there was, there's, there was another leak that um, from some kind of Spanish retailer that the game is coming to PS5, PC, Switch. Switch is a bit of a surprise. Um, but again, that's that's also not confirmed. We don't know for sure. They could just be placeholder, you know. Um, and we don't, also don't know the final box art yet. And there's probably going to be special edition I got to pony up the cash for. And I will because I'm a sucker. You know I will. And if I seem like I'm down, it's just because this is such an important game and they should do it right or not do it at all. You know, like the port of portable is one thing, you know, just upscale it. Bam, $30. Fine. I'm not going to nitpick that thing at all, you know, because it's fine. It's playable uh, the same way the PSP version was still playable. But if you're going to remake the game, you might as well do it right. You're going to take the time, take as much time as it needs. Do it right. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of confusion. And I was I was very, very confused at first, too. They're using this heavy, heavy water motif throughout the entirety of the UI, uh, like in the main menu, like you, you, you open up your, your regular menu and this big wave crashes down with the protagonist. And it looks it, that's probably the best piece of UI design in the whole thing. This big wave crashes down with the with the protagonist, it just whoosh. And then you're, you know, persona stats, blah, 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 blah. Uh, up in the up in the corner, there's the tells you what time of day it is. You know, it's weekday, evening, whatever. And that's got this water motif, like, a, you know, wave going back and forth. This heavy water motif. And I was like, I, I, was, I, I kept watching it over and over. And I'm like, think I'm thinking, why are they why are they leaning so heavy on the on the water theme? I'm, just, I'm trying to think back to the game. I'm like, what what is this? Just be, it can't just because of the beach scene that, that, that takes like five minutes in the game. It can't be because of that. I'm like. Just be, wait, just because the game takes place on an island? I'm like, but that has, that has so little to do with it. I'm like, what, because of the typhoon scene? Like, that also takes like five minutes of time. I'm like, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. And then it finally hit me. 
it finally hit me whenever they show the 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 fusion of Jack Frost because you fuse Igor flips the cards they fuse Jack Frost bursts out of this sort of cascade of water from the center of the screen and it finally hit me it's for the sea of souls and I was like bam nailed it got it in one it's the sea of souls Elizabeth makes reference to the Sea of Souls. Whenever you fuse a persona, some of them even make reference to it. Um, you, you do requests for Elizabeth. She says that, oh yeah, you can use it to fuse a persona. It's it's just one part of you, uh, even the ones that you haven't uncovered yet. They all come from the Sea of Souls. And I'm like, bam, I nailed it. I got it. The water motif is the Sea of Souls. And then I'm like, okay, that's fucking awesome. I love it. I love that UI. I love it. You just need to get it. You need to get it in order to see it. And it's beautiful. Otherwise, it feels like it's irrelevant. But when you get it, you get it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like some things seem like like that's what I mean. It like seems unfinished. Like the like the water stuff looks really good. But then the battle UI is just really sparse. It's really sparse, even compared to the original. It just needs like some more shading or some gradient or something to make it stand out a little bit. It's just kind of it's just very plain. It's it's just like a scaled down version of Persona 5s, but like just very plain. Um, if they just bring back like the revolver UI, but like use the new font and like angled styling that they're going for, I think it would be fine. But right now it's just kind of like very basic. Um, yeah, it's, it's just sort of like a mixed match of like, this looks fucking sick. And I don't know about this. This looks this looks very much in development. So it's just, it's just kind of odd that they're showing it this early. I, I don't know if they're like they felt like their hand was tipped with with the Yukari leak and with all these other leaks coming out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, I'm also I'm also kind of confused. So I, I was very confused at the beat. Like so the so the trailer leaks and the beginning of it features features this text. And I'm like, I, I thought it was Spanish. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm stupid. I thought it was Spanish. And I just assumed it was because the, whatever the leak was, was a leak from a Spanish social account or something. Um, but it's actually Latin. Uh, they're using Latin in the trailer. And I'm kind of confused why they are. So like the, 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 um, the Latin translates to the dark hour, which is a major uh, plot a component and game mechanic of, of the game and uh, something about uh, like resurrection or revival or something like that in Latin. And I'm just like, why? Why are they using why are they using Latin whenever the game is uh, very, very much Greek inspired? Like the, the, the main protagonist's persona is Orpheus. Um, there's lots of there's lots of Greek personas. Uh, you're, you're battling in a dungeon called Tartarus, which is like Greek, it's one of the Greek hell, you know, kind of things. It's, it's like, why are they using Latin here? So that kind of set me off a little bit. I was like, why is this? It's like not really any Latin in the game. Like they use in, in, in the original game, they use Memento Mori like once, you know, but like the rest of it is very, very Greek inspired. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, that was a little, okay, but fine, fine, whatever. Like it, like maybe my standards are too high, but it's just I, I um like this is this is we have to count this as a major persona game, right? This is a remake of a major persona game, a ground up remake of a major persona title, a mainline title. So like for a lot of people that have never played Persona 3, this is like their Persona 6. 
You know, it's a brand new game to them. It's 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 something they've never experienced before. So the standard is that high, at least in my eyes. So we should treat it like that. That's how I'm treating it. This is not this is not the, you know, the port of Persona 4 Golden for the third time. This is not Royal coming to Steam, you know, when it's been everywhere else already. This is not the portable port, you know, a port of a PSP game that doesn't have 3D models. This is a remake of a mainline title that lots of people have not played before. Mostly because the game is so split up like this, that it needed this. This is the one game in the series that needed this. You can make all the arguments you want about the PS1 games. For my for my money, they're still playable. I'm, I'm now seeing people talk about, okay, now do this for Golden. You people are out of your minds. Golden is perfectly fine and playable. That shit's running at 200 frames per second on PC at 4K. You're out of your mind. It has all of its content readily available. You don't need to touch that game. This game needed it. This game doesn't have all its content and it still might not. I'm still not going to let that go until we know for sure whether it does or it doesn't. And if it doesn't, I'm going to bitch about it some more to so get ready for that. <sighs> but I am excited. <laughs> I am excited <laughs> because in a way it is like a new persona game. Like we don't know what they're going to keep. We don't know if there's going to be new content. There might be. It seems like there's there might be like a cooking thing um, or like some kind of cooking social event. The original doesn't have that. Portable kind of did. Portable had one scene. Well, Portable kind of had a social link. If you play as the female protagonist, you kind of you kind of got the cook. But yeah, so that's another Persona 5 ification. So that's that's new. That's exciting. Um, yeah, it looks like there's new new dynamic scenes for like critical hits. Like I suspected was the case in the Yukari leak. So I nailed that one too. Um, yeah, I, I am excited. I, ju I just have very high standards. I have very high standards for this game, especially if it's like 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 the the one rumor said is that they split P Studio have to do this, have to do six. If that's the case, then this is P Studio doing this and not some external whatever, not somebody contracted out. Like this is P Studio Then P Studio has to nail this. Like this is their child. This is their baby. This is the one. This is the game that began modern persona. You can't fuck this up. This is like it's 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 very funny that this leaked the same day that the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth came out or, you know, the 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 new trailer for it, because that's what everybody said for Final Fantasy VII Remake is you can't fuck this up. You can't fuck up Final Fantasy VII. You can't. It's the one. It's the one game. It's the one Final Fantasy that everybody and their mother played. It's the like it's some for some people. That's the only Final Fantasy game they've ever played is Final Fantasy seven. So you can't fuck up that remake. And they didn't. And they're continuing to nail it. This is the same for Atlas. This is the same for P-Studio. You can't fuck up three. You can't. This is the one that made you. This is the one that turned it into a social sim. You have to do it right. You have to. I think I said everything I wanted to say. I think I got through it all. I'll probably have more. We're going to get more details. I'll have more to say. Hopefully there's good news. I mean, this like on the whole, it is good news. We know that it's real. And I do appreciate the leak so I don't have to watch the Xbox thing. And I will pour over the higher quality version of the trailer whenever they put it on YouTube. I, I Like on the whole, it's like mostly nitpicks, right? And some concerns. But I'm, I'm very excited. If it ends up being that this is just like early development footage and the game does hit that release target, that's exciting. That's really exciting. It's like the double year of Persona 3 for me. To play Portable again for the first time in 10 years, because I last played that game in like 2012, 2013, and then to get the remake, that's, yeah, that's, that's very exciting. Oh.
God. And I know it's not going to be two discs like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I know it's not. They don't have the assets. They don't have the 4K assets like they that. <laughs> no, there's no way. Um, and I, I, I'll, I'll t- I guess I should talk about the, the uh, Persona 5 tactics. I mean, yeah, it's a Persona 5 tactics game. They're using a similar art style to like the Persona Q games with the little chibi models. Uh, it's not quite the same. They're like more, um, I don't know. They got these like flared arms. It's almost like, um, I don't know what it's like they're almost like more like if they were if they weren't uh as stylized they would almost look, look more like clay models because they're like 3d rather than the 2d sprites of their persona q games um well i guess there was also 3d models in the q games just for the cutscenes and stuff but it was mostly like you'd see the little battle stickers you know uh yeah i, I don't know who's working on it is the thing i don't know if this is atlas proper or if they got another studio or what the deal is we, we need more details on that too but um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fun. Uh, I just, I just don't, I don't know if that we need another Persona spinoff where they go to another world or whatever. And um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like super big on tactics games. Like I, I enjoyed Fire Emblem Three Houses well enough, but that was mostly because it was also like Persona, and most Fire Emblem games aren't like that. So like I'll play it, but I'm not like rushing to play it. You know. I still haven't finished Strikers because it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, like the, the the gameplay was fun enough, but I just I just couldn't. The story was annoying the shit out of me because it was just like an imitation of Persona 5. And it's like, but I already have Persona 5. So I kind of expect like more of the same with that. But then some kind of cool tactics with like, you know, Persona Fusion. So and like it looks like some combo skills is like they're kind of like a big part of it. It's like I'm sure the gameplay is going to be fun. But yeah, I'm not like, oh, God, I really need to play this. You know, like I'm like I'm such a sucker that I'll probably like if they have a cool collector's edition, I'll buy it. But then like I'll have it sit on the shelf until I get bored enough to play it. You know, like Persona 5 is my favorite fucking game. But like the spinoffs, I'm just like, eh, like if it was another Persona Q, because like that's an RPG, even though the Persona Q games are just like Persona fucking flanderized to hell and back. I would be there day one for that shit because that's a dungeon crawling RPG. At least I would be there immediately. But a tactics game, you know, or like a beat em up or if it was a fighting game, I would, you know, it's that Shaq I sleep meme, you know. So at least it's something that I could play. I was convinced it was going to be Persona 5 tournament and it was going to be a fighting game. So I, I, I guess it's a pleasant surprise. Uh, so, yeah, pleasant surprise. You know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to hate it. And that's coming out this fall. So that's another nice surprise. So that's the other thing you got to remember about Atlas now is after the fact that Persona 5 was delayed, like the original release of Persona 5 was delayed so many fucking times. They now will not announce a game's release date unless they're going to hit it. They're very good about that now. They're very, very good about that now. Uh, And they're also now doing, since SMT5, simultaneous worldwide releases for their games. And they've been hitting that too. So the fact that like they're announcing this and it's coming out in the fall, yeah, it's going to hit that. Especially for a Persona 5 game, you know? Just the the cultural cachet that Persona 5 has now, that's going to hit that. Um, so that's, that's the other thing that kind of makes me a little iffy about the Persona 3 thing is like, they must be really confident in that, in that window, in that early 2024 window. And again, that's so broad that they could say like the first half of 2024 and claim that it's early 2024. Like that's such a broad term that they can mold and sculpt that into whatever kind of release in 2024 they really wanted to, to be honest. Um, and again, I'll keep repeating it. Take your fucking time with that game. But yeah, like they're, they're very good about releases now since Persona 5. They they don't miss them. They don't delay games anymore. 
So yeah, like it's it, it sucks that they didn't get to have like their big Xbox thing, you know. Um, but it's kind of comforting that they did it themselves and it wasn't like a hack or you know like some kind of whatever. But you know, shit happens. Like. People are excited about it, though. You know, it's not like this, like news leaked and people are like, oh, man, this fucking sucks. Like people are very excited about this. <laughs> it's been trending for like, I mean, I know this is like fucking personalized shit ass Twitter trending, but like it's been trending for like three days straight. So, yeah, you know, like all the news sites are going with it, just mostly for the story of the fact that they leaked it themselves. Which, as of Saturday afternoon, they have not addressed, by the way. And they won't. They won't address the fact that they fucking leaked it themselves. Um, at least not until after uh, the Xbox thing. But, um, yeah, I think that's enough. <laughs> I think that's enough. Um, let me see. Uh, I just have a couple updates about the show. Um, I cleaned up the feed because I took a look and like some episodes were not labeled correctly. Um, there was one episode that claimed it was 50 hours long and I don't know how that happened. I think I fixed it. Um, but yeah, I'm not that insane to do a 50 hour episode. I, 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 I don't do like meth or speed that would like keep me awake enough to record a 50 hour episode. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was about. And for some reason, the show is also populating in the, it doesn't add up feed. If I, I doubt anybody still followed that feed, cause that's a podcast that hasn't been active since 2018, 2017. Um, but I don't know how that happened either. And I think I fixed that. So that shouldn't happen. Maybe work to my benefit, but I just didn't like cross pollinating like that. Uh, so that should be fixed. Uh, I really do appreciate listening. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how anybody can stand it, stand to listen to me. Just, just go in on persona for roughly an hour and 15 minutes. But you know, Hey, if you do, uh, you must have the same broken brain that I do. Um, check out the Kofi page. I use it like social media now, or I just update the show. So if you're kind of out of the loop, just check out the Kofi page. It's like, it's all free updates there. It's just like posts shit in the feed um what else um ian's gonna be taking over the facebook i gotta give him the credentials for that um i don't know why he's coming back to facebook but he is but i will i, I appreciate it because i don't like promoting on facebook and i'm gonna rope him into promoting on tiktok that's the real secret is that i'm gonna get him to make tiktoks he thinks that he's just the tiktok consumer jokes on him he is now the tiktok creator i <laughs> can't wait for that one um, yeah, I think that's everything. I gotta get out of here. I've been talking too much. Um, yes, Persona 3, yes, good, good stuff on the whole. Um, I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening.